the Cotton Candy Clouds podcast quote of the day. Caring for myself is not self-indulgence. It is self-preservation. And that is an act of political warfare. Audrey Lord. Come on in the room. This is the Cotton Candy Clouds podcast. I'm Fee, and I'm so glad you're here with me this November, this year, in general. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's November, right? I don't, where did the time go? What are we doing here? You know what I'm saying? It's what, like 49, 50 days left of the year? Crazy, crazy, insane. I don't really know what's going on. I can't wait to talk about or get my thoughts together about 2023. I kind of have a good idea of what I would like to use or words I would like to use to describe it. It's something. It's it's definitely, it's a thing. It's a year. So I hope you're doing okay. Welcome back. And if not welcome back, welcome. Word of the day is century. S-E-N-T-R-Y. It is a noun. That means guide or guardian, watch, keeper, or warden. Century. Book of the month is Encouragement for the Grieving Heart, 365 Uplifting Quotes and Scriptures for Coping with Loss by C. Cherie Hardy. Incense of the month, one of the best, most ancient incense, classic. It works, okay? Incense of the month is frankincense. And frankincense helps one's spirituality. It is used for protection against evil, bad spirits, etc. And it dispels negativity and can be used to purify spaces, spaces, excuse me, crystals and objects in general. Tourmaline is crystal of the month. Tourmaline is a distinguished is distinguished by its three-sided prisms and no other common mineral has three sides. Did y'all know that? I love tourmaline because it, too, like frankincense, dispels negativity, protects from bad, evil energy, and it also purify, purifies spaces as well. Gets you some tourmaline. It works. It's powerful, too. It's very, um, it's a, I think it's an intense stone, so it's something that, you know, when you're ready for it, get it. But if you're not ready, get it. Because you will feel those effects of that sound. Song of the Day is Rose in Harlem by Tiana Taylor. Love that song. Love that girl. And speaking of Song of the Day, y'all remember last week's Song of the Day was Jericho by Nikio. And there's, you know, <laughs> I want to say something. Because this song kind of put me in a, in a mindset. It just it, the little tailspin or whatever. One of the most powerful things you can do to, and let's say for a better, for a better term, so speaking, manipulate an audience. And this is, this is solely in terms of marketing, advertisement, and basically trying to move an audience in your favor. One of the best things you can do to do this, to move that audience, is to set the scene. 
Now, you know, first of all, let's just address the fact that I use the word manipulate, but manipulate is one of those cons, the, one of those words that people shouldn't immediately get their hairs on the back of their neck to start to start <laughs> flying up because manipulation is not necessarily it's a neutral word to me it's not necessarily bad it's not necessarily good it's not necessarily good it's not necessarily bad okay it's what it is it's manipulation <laughs> so anyway now that we got that out of the way setting the scene right helps to create your audit to helps to make your audience feel what you want them to feel because because if you're in because if the i think one of the greatest tools of a person place or thing a company a musician an artist whatever what have you can do is you make the people think what you want them to think move how you want them to move right this is why social media has grown into a three-legged monster um and this is also the reason why it has helped uh people um to be able to learn things you know it's just whatever it is is what it is but anyway the point is it says the scene an example would be the wonderful illustrious beyonce knowles carter um she when she's doing we all know well maybe some people are lost okay bless them but for those of us who know yes she's a wonderful singer a wonderful dancer wonderful performer she just doesn't do that she sets the scene her state like when she's doing a stage performance she's not just coming out there she's setting the scene quite literally so that she is moving the audience to her favor which we love because we just love her and also i mean hello i don't i don't know how to explain it further i mean if you're lost you're lost um moving to another example would be sports football in particular when they do the whole you know, uh, Saturday, uh, excuse me, Monday night football. That was the original main football day that was outside of Sunday. So they were wanting people to watch these football games on Monday. So they set the scene. They, they created a campaign of advertising for Monday night football. Now you got Thursday night football. They done, they done create, they did done the same thing with Thursday night football okay so they are setting the scene to move you to give a damn to watch football on a Monday on a Thursday whatever day they want you to watch it they gonna move you I mean it's it's gotten real crazy now my point is this sometimes a lot of people forget about this uh this this large way because that's a very extreme way to do something, right? That's a very extreme, not necessarily extreme, but it is. It's a very extreme way to be able to move an audience. But a lot of people forget that everybody knows this is possible. And so people on social me- social media in particular do this as well. They set the scene before they want people to be enraged, outraged, happy, supportive, or whatever for whatever they're trying to sell, whatever they're trying to do, blase, blase, whoop de woo I didn't want to talk about it, but I had to get it off my chest and it couldn't just be in a journal. <laughs> so this particular, and I don't want to say any names, 
well, I will be saying the name of the person who was offended and um, in this in this situation. But so what happened was a month ago or what have you, a time ago, a short time ago, a woman said on social media platform, was it social media platform originally or was it videoed? And posted on social media. Either way, this woman said, This another an artist named Anikio was demonic, was negative, and all these things because of her lyrics to a song. After which proceeds to use the beat. The lyrical structure of said song that was once deemed demonic to her advantage to create a song herself. And their goal sells the song, of course, promotes that song on other outlets. And I thought to myself, of course, she, you know, people have. Um, what's the I guess responded or or there's been great debate. It's it's caused a little bit of a a back and forth between you know what what happened or whatever. But the truth is is that she set the scene at first because at first she didn't just drop her song is what she want because because is what I'm trying to tell you is that people are manipulating what you care about. <laughs> I just want y'all to know it. Maybe you don't mind and that's fine cuz I at the end of the day I'm one of those people I can be influenced. I can admit that baby I was moved or I was manipulated cuz I don't give a damn. I'm gonna be me regardless and it's okay to be encouraged by a little marketing to me comma. Um and and you don't you should never think that you're above that because if you do just know that you, not only are you being manipulated, but you being propagandized, so on and so forth, which we've talked about on the Cotton Candy Clouds podcast. My point is that this woman set the scene, set the scene to be able to drop her song, which she initially wanted to do. It was very clear to me, comma, and I don't see how it wasn't clear to anybody else, that she just wanted to, she realized that Anikio had this song the, the song was beautiful and i might be mispronouncing anikio's name i think i don't know i'm sorry but had this beautiful song she knew that <laughs> so she was like you know what i gotta figure out a way to put my lyrics on this song to put my um touch on this song and use this song because this song is such a hit and i was moved when i heard it so instead of saying, congratulations, this was wonderful, um, can I use it, can I borrow it, she goes with a lot of people go because people, uh, the, it's been scientifically proven, our brains focus more on negativity, she went the negative route. She starts saying, oh, this was demonic, this song is demonic, this song is horrible, the lyrics, and then proceeds though, however, to sell her song, to stream her song, and tell people to stream her song with, quote unquote, better more angelic and godly lyrics which is demonic to me but you know whatever because because it's a whole thing <laughs> we can get into about angels versus demons if that's your thing 
and what's demonic and what's not demonic. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but that's just another time that we're going to do that. But yeah. And I realized, you know how, I don't know if y'all ever done this where you've taken a step back and you're like, wow, this evil thing that was done was admirable. And that was one of the moments because I realized how powerful and what she had done. She had done something that Beyonce does. She did something that ABC does with um, the football. She did something that um, Burger King did with their Whopper. She set the scene. She set that damn scene to steal that woman's song or their song. They go by they, them. She To steal their song to steal their lyrical flow. And she knew what she was doing. She already knew that was her step one. But she said, how do I do this? She set that scene for these people online because she knows how much people, when they get to talking, you know, negative attention is always going to be positive attention. It always is going to cancel out when you want fame. If you're in the entertainment industry, there is no such thing as negative attention because no matter what you do, people, because of how they have it for those entertainment people, they make their stream, they get their streams, they get their um, support, they get all their things by being looked up by someone investigating who this person is or what's going on. By someone typing out their full name, that's how they get their money and their coins. So what would you do? I mean, if you knew you were going to, most people don't get attention from complimenting someone. So what would be the next thing you would, you would um, make sure you tell people that people are demonic or you would say, oh, this person is talentless. Or you would say, oh, this person is shitty or whatever you would do, but you would go about it in a negative way. And she said that scene and I just was so, it was unremarkable how people had fell into it because it was, it happened over, you know, week time because she didn't just initially, like I said, drop that song, stealing that girl, stealing their, excuse me, um, lyrics and, and, and lyrical flow and, and what have you. She at first set it up to, to demonize them. And say, oh, this is this is calling up all that kind of stuff. And I said, Lord, this is so interesting. This is how the Internet will be set up because people will always find interest in negativity. You know, and it's brilliant if you're on the other side of that. Now I'm going on a tangent, right? Of course, because, you know, we're here for a journey. Like. It's brilliant in this on the up, the flip side of that in that, like, for example, when Beyonce did her Renaissance tour and once again, we had a pastor um, be irate that she couldn't get tickets. And so she started calling um, Beyonce a demon or a witch or whatever she did. But do you know Beyonce probably sold more tickets because of that? Like, even though I'm sure people looked up that pastor and was like, oh, finally someone gets it. I've always thought Beyonce was demonic or something. You know, at the end of the day, Beyonce <laughs> sold or got more attention and people streamed more of her songs because of that negativity. It's amazing what negativity and setting that negative scene can do. And I've lost the plot. But what I'm trying to tell you is just be aware, at least if you're going to be anything that people are manipulating your point of view, 
And this has happened. This ain't no new concept, okay? It's just the internet is the tool this time. But before it was the newspaper. And then after that, it was a magazine. And before the newspaper, it was um, word of mouth. And then before word of mouth, it was your mama. Whatever whatever they was doing. Everything is, is repeated. But what I'm trying to tell you is that your brain can be manipulated. And don't fall for it. If you hate something, just block it. Just swipe and delete it. Don't give people that power. Or maybe if you do, like you know, like I said, now that didn't move me or whatever. Well, it moved me to obviously say something to the bar. But no, I'm saying if um, like certain things don't move me that you will never hear me talk about ever. But I also am aware that I know the capabilities of being propagandized or being, you know, manipulated mentally or whatever. And so I, you know, try to stay vigilant, but just know, you know what I'm saying? You're not above it. And it, and it's taking a new form, my goodness, <laughs> with online, because things will move from Twitter to TikTok to TikTok to Instagram, excuse me, from Instagram. That was horrifying. From Instagram to Facebook, what is Lord, I done shot a blank on what the uh, social medias are. But yeah, I'm <laughs> just like, that was just such a weird thing. And I'm really kind of late. I wanted to talk about that. I forgot about it. Wanted to talk about it last month, October, because it was a spooky thing and spooky season was there. But so disturbing you know what I'm saying like I just it's it's amazing that people didn't see that for what it was and that they don't see things for what they are I just um you know it really disturbed me but I just want y'all to know to be aware I started thinking about it I was just like again I was just like oh my gosh just stupid, just dumb, um, how people are, are so easily manipulated. And I wonder, I know, you know, the mob mentality or the mob, the, the group think thing. I wonder, does, cause to me, it almost seems like when a mass group of people just start following like a way of thought that makes zero sense, or is that, ex- or is extremely abusive, violent, volatile, manipulative, whatever, in the negative sense, um, why they never feel, it almost feels like when they're doing it, they're on a high. And I know if they're having that high from that, there's always a come down from that, uh, a high. And I wonder why when they come down, they never say, you know what? I'm not going to do that again. I'm going to be aware or something. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people will always be people who ride these different negative waves, basically. And you're just like, at what point do you sit down and say, or does it feel in your heart of hearts like, ugh, this is gross. I feel dumb or I feel used even, you know, because I felt that way. I'm trying to think of a time where I was like, yeah, I definitely was manipulated into thinking this about someone and or, you know, moved into believing that, you know, this person was this or that. 
And afterwards, I was like, no, nah, something ain't right. And, and, and it just led to me being more aware. So I didn't ever have to have that, that down effect. I don't know. It's there, though. I mean, we all naturally will have that in our youth, of course, because a young mind is a more malleable mind. But, um, yeah, stay vigilant, y'all. Stay up. <laughs> stay true to yourself. My gosh. You know, this makes me think, I'm, again, we're taking a journey. This makes me also think about marketing, advertising, advertising, because that's really what it is in all. It's always about a business or a brand. And I really love, <laughs> Mark is, is horrifying and terrible, really, as advertising and marketing or whatever is. I just love it. I mean, I'm like, wow, you know, because it, there's a sign. It's a science, you guys. It's a social science, and and physical science also is used in doing in, in in ensuring that you will forever stand up for a corporation. You will forever stand up for a brand. Be a brand loyalist. There, there are these companies, these brands, these conglomerates whatever whatever you want groups these people spend billions of dollars to make sure you are seat belt buckled in for the ride of consumerism <laughs> for capitalism you know what I'm saying and I respect it I listen I wanted to be a marketer um I would say from like third grade to about seventh grade and then I you know as I was doing the um they would have us often like look at what we wanted to be when we grow up and you know just make sure this is what you want to do or just you know be knowledgeable of the information and so you know, realizing, wow, everything that goes into it and like how it is. I was like, oh, I don't know about that one. But I like psychology within that. And I was like, this is really what I want because I'm just, you know, at the end of the day, I, that's what I'm all about is that core is the psycho- psychological core or the sociological core, which was sociology was my minor. But, you know, I just really that's the episode I really want to do is just the episode where I'm listing and I think I still have that sheet and it's it's a it's it's opened up more in recent years but the sheet of like the different marketing tactics <laughs> that they have it's like people genuinely think that they choose when they pass the checkers they're going to checkers because they in their heart of hearts want checkers no you don't people genuinely think that advertising is is a uh, universal or global a commercial that you see for a Coca-Cola will not be the same in Italy that it will be in Ohio, U.S. And guess what? In Ohio's Coca-Cola commercial, they may have a national Coca-Cola commercial that runs, but they might have an Ohioan commercial that more Ohioans will, will lead to be led to be drinking Coca-Cola than they will when, when you're in Georgia which is the home of Coca-Cola. We would have a different advertisement for us because we're different loyalists to the company because we're we're the home of the Coca-Cola. You know, it's just that kind of thing that people really be thinking they are in control. 
like localized advertising. I mean, it's just so many aspects. It's like people be thinking their minds are theirs. And this is why you have to get outside of media sometimes and get into your real hobby. Well, hobbies that are outside of because I mean, hey, watching movies could be a hobby for you, but you have to get outside of media hobbies, media interests and, and go outside sometimes and just do different things that don't require you to be plugged in and be and puppeteered. <laughs> by these different groups, conglomerates, and corporations, and blase, blase, woo, do, woo. Wow. <laughs> it's been a lot. And speaking of advertisements, marketing, I want to say a, a super duper shout out to the people who who were on YouTube. And said, you know what we're going to do? We're going to put on commercials. I don't even know how they did this because this was, this has been happening since YouTube dropped, which the first time I was on YouTube was 2007 or eight is when I first watched my first like YouTube video, but yeah, 2007. So, but my point is that since 2007, at least I know of. People have been um, recording or putting on YouTube recordings of commercials since 80s, 90s. I've even seen 70s compilations of commercials. And I just want to say thank you to those people because for somebody like me, again, I love a good advertisement, a good manipulate. To get me to to want to eat at wherever you want me to eat at or whatever. I love it. I fall into it. I, I'm aware of it. And also, I love the creativity behind it. Like, the concepts, the humor. Advertising is way different than it is, uh, w- than it was back in the day to me. To me, comma, it is one of the things that you can say, ooh, it's, it's different, you know. And... I don't know if that's good or bad, but all I know is I, I desired to watch them. And so I was able to consistently always be able to watch these these uh, compilations on YouTube. And you can too. You can look up like 80s commercials or something. Or you can just look up like Budweiser commercials in general. And somebody's, somebody's done the work. They've done the work for us. They don't know us. They done did this for us, Lord. And they've co- compiled these different commercials and they put it out there. There are some people even now, this is a little break, but they, they have the commercials, but they also have the shows. So like, um, I'm trying to think of an older show. Darman and Greg, for instance, I don't know if y'all know the show. They'll have the whole show with commercials posted on YouTube. I mean, I'm like, yo, who who's the mind? Because again, people have to understand, you're thinking about, a technology that base you're basically thinking to yourself, okay, I'm going to do, I'm going to, first of all, either number one, do something with uh, videos or things that I already have, or you're thinking way in the future. You're like, I'm going to record the television from now up until whatever. And when, when whoever's ready to get this, get this Intel or get this stuff, I'm going to have it. Or whoever wants to deny, you know, for the Mandarin, Mandarin, Lord have mercy. The Mandela. <laughs> I was 
trying to combine a probably Manchurian, Manchurian candidate and then the Mandela effect. But anyway, for like the Mandela effect type things, you you got proof. You can be like, hey, I remember when Chili's used to have a seat away. They did, you know, or the, had a chili where it was like here in 97 versus, you know, 2023. They playing with us, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like you could prove that basically from keeping up with the stuff. And, oh, this makes me think of the woman that actually did this. The black woman that did. Hold on. Let me find this information real quick. Because there was a black woman that kept up. For years, hold on. Okay, yes, Marion Marguerite Stokes. Okay, born this month in 1929, and she had archived hundreds of thousands of hours of television news footage. Television and news footage spanning 35 years from 1977 until her death in 2012, y'all. She operated nine properties and three storage units in which I'm assuming all of this footage was. And, okay, I didn't know this. She There's a documentary about her life, I'm assuming, and what she did called recorder i need to definitely look at that and it was done in 2019 wow <laughs> i was like i'm like i know i remember that i wanted to do more research on her and found out about her probably august of this year or july and i was like wow but yeah she has a very interesting life and i'll try to post an article about her and definitely um on Facebook and Twitter, you guys. That's where the stuff is, the post star. And also a probably trailer or blurb about the documentary called Recorder. And if I'm not mistaken, hmm, I guess I'll figure it out after the episode. There was going to be another documentary they were going to do about her footage or something but yeah people like marion stokes you know what i'm saying out here recording this stuff archivists librarians in in their hearts and their core and it's so interesting because when i was little i wanted to basically be a person like that i found uh videotaping fascinating in general and i also am a lover of history a historian to my core as well Maybe even a librarian, one would say. Um, I don't know. But, you know, and I always thought it would be cool if I could do that. Never did it. I have a thing where I tend not to get obsessed about, like, my high interest or anything. But this isn't about me. This is about people like Marion Stokes. And, yes, so it's it's good to know, basically, with me thinking about it, that people actually do it is what I'm trying to say. Um. Excuse me, I don't I hate saying um y'all. It's it's getting it's getting to me sometimes, but you know, people like Marion Stokes doing this archiving and like I said before on YouTube, you have people who've done it as well with archiving commercials, archiving TV shows from the past as well. Like they're um oh goodness, what's the name of that show? 
Holly P played in it. And she was, this was either last year or earlier this year, she was talking about it, right? And I just so happened to remember that show and remember that I had saved that where somebody had also archived, quote unquote, the show, I think only the first season or like maybe half of the first season on YouTube. And I'm like, listen, somebody, because I, because I've never, I think now her show is going to get syndicated to Hulu soon or something. But before some of these shows, some of these commercial, I mean, just anything news, um, footage, they don't drop it. I don't know if it's the licensing or the agreements and all this weird stuff that they have, the, the signage, so they can't put it out there. But for some people like Marion Stokes, they put it out there. They got the stuff and they drop it on a YouTube or on a something, some platform or forum, and they drop it for us and they let us watch it. And I thank them for that <laughs> because it's there. And I'm just like, you know, people, when we talk about like, now, now we're really taking a journey. <laughs> we talk about selfless people and selfless acts. I just, you know, it's like that's such a small, weird niche thing that's on the side that someone's doing for like the greater good or the, the for everybody, but they're doing it. And I'm like, wow, you know what I'm saying? Who would have thought something as simple as somebody taking the time to record not anything sinister, but to record actual footage on television and then post it or have it available. And I hope to God that nobody does anything with that stuff because I don't know, uh, I don't remember them, remember her having any children or anybody in her family or something like that who would like keep it themselves. Cause I know that's a thing too. Like once somebody gets a hold of what you've done, what you've archived or, or anything you've done, what you've uh, written or what you've sung or something they can do all kinds of weird shit with it but I hope to God that her footage as well as other people's stays true stays real stays you know archived if you will um another um oh you know what also <laughs> we really we're going there on this journey but also, there was a quote, gosh, what was I watching? Speaking of watching stuff, and I watch sometimes too many things back to back and I have to pause so I can write down the power for quotes. But whatever I was watching, it was a quote about selflessness and how selflessness and selfishness, there's a very thin line. And that the opposite of selfishness, self being selfish is not selflessness. Because there is a very thin line because even when you're doing things that are selfless, they're still selfish. It's for, it's basically a two-parter. It's like, it's, yeah, it's for you, but it's for others. And you're not, even though you're being selfish in, in your, um, oh, what was it? In your desire to do it or whatever, in your heart of hearts, you know that other people can get something out of this too. I, God, I don't know. It was so good. You know we love a good quote on this pod. Damn. It'll come back. We're going to let it. We're going to claim that it comes back. But yeah. Yeah, y'all. It's, it's been a journey. I'm so glad you stayed with me. Thank you for listening to the God and Candy Class podcast. Come back next Monday. You have a good day.